The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. You're listening to me from where I'm located in Grants Pass, Oregon, in the United States of America. We're syndicated with Voice America. We have listeners from all over the world that come in to listen to our segment here. And I I describe this as listening to a laboratory discussing research and new discoveries and developments of your health issues. Power of Water is the leader of all life on Earth. You must live with water. And I will describe to you what that means. We're going to be reminding you every week from now on for as long as I can do this. On Earth, without the water, there is no life. Earth began with water around the circle of Earth called water vapor, the atmosphere. That's why they call it the blue ball when they are over looking at it from the moon. On the blue ball of the water vapor billions of years ago. The water vapor was there first. But the sun came up around Earth and the temperature at that spot changed and the rain came down from the vapor at that spot. Not everywhere first, that spot. And when it came down consistently with attraction of consistent Every once in a while, the rain would come down, but when the rain stops, it created a water vapor on the surface of the earth, not just around the blue ball only. So when that temperature would change and all of a sudden, the water uh, in the atmosphere began to grow life from the water. And that life, life came soil was the life. Did you know that light, soil is a living life? And then all of a sudden, the water began to absorb as it changed with the rain, the temperatures, and this we'll call them seasons, and it began to absorb through the life of the soil into the center of earth. We call them aquifers, like caves in there that we can't see. And as it began to store up in that aquifer, it would come to the surface, filled up, and then we got a puddle, we got a stream, a creek, we got a river, we got lakes, 
And at the lowest point, when it began to be abundant, it would go to a low point called, we call them, oceans, seas. Water is the basis of your life, all life. Without it, we will become a desert sand. Like in the Middle East, they're living without all the proper moisture to be healthy. It's called sand. The microorganism in the sand becomes lifeless. It isn't soil. It becomes very severely dehydrating. Around our planet, slowly and carefully, there's a change going on because we did not plan to keep enough water on the surface of the planet. Fresh water is vital. Now, I'm going to tell you about your body, and everybody knows I do this even on a phone conversation with people all over the world. When they get to know me, the first thing I say is, this is what you need to know about yourself. The body is water. And is that strange? Because the earth is water. The body, internally, you have the brain is 80 to 85% water. Your eyes are at the surface, 99% water. And in the mother's womb, when you're being carried in the mother's womb, it's water for a purpose to produce you to come to the planet Earth and live in the atmosphere. The eyes and the brain connect at the same moment in the womb for nature's reason for recycling. Because the Earth is recycling its water also to have developed life on Earth, from soil to our life, who we are, our human life. It's all reacting together with a dehydration process, evaporation of water from your body with the atmosphere giving you the influence to live. Your lungs are 75 to 80% water. That's your filter system. It must drink a lot of water to keep that filter system healthy. Your teeth, 8 to 10% water. Your heart, 75 to 80. Skin, 70 to 75% water. Kidneys, 80 to 85% water. Blood, 50% water. And muscles, 70 to 75. Now, the skin is like the soil of the planet. It's vital to you because it's living with the influence to keep you alive, the water and the vapor of the atmosphere. You don't see that water, but it's there, or you would be dead. You wouldn't be alive. Nothing would be alive without that water vapor as being your greatest influence for you to live. Now, the body evaporates every day from the moment you entered into the air of the atmosphere to live at that moment. There are no two eyes alike. There are no two fingerprints alike. Many, you're very different. Your dehydration, your body water loss is different than somebody else's. It's all unique. I want you to know that we've been learning with Biologic Aqua Research, which is our sponsor, and I need to tell you I'm the founder of that. I've been studying water for over 30 years. We're being recognized all over the world for our discoveries and our breakthroughs. It's now being found that chronic dehydration is more common than they've ever thought. Are we influencing this maybe out there? It's vital. 
dehydration was overlooked with research and development of is the medication causing dehydration? Is the food causing dehydration? What is happening? And we need to study that more and more. They're finding that food can is, cause a dehydration. Did you know that the sugar and the carbohydrates, if you overdo it, can dehydrate you to death? Your body can only have to maintain water at all times. The surface of your eyes must maintain 99% water to have the electrolytic ability to draw from the moisture, the water vapor, the air, for you to have a healthy eyesight. And the skin around the eyes, the eyelid and the skin around the eyes, your face, to be able to have be healthy, to be able to fight the bacteria and the toxins and have a proper immunity protection and acid mantle protection from the problems of the air. But the atmosphere is what filters you. It, you absorb. You must drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. Are you? Did, have you heard that in nursing homes and hospitals that people are not drinking enough water and, and their cause, their health is being, uh, their unhealthiness is because they're not wanting to go to the bathroom so frequently or being inconvenient with going to the bathroom so frequently. Well, I'm saying to you, be inconvenient and go to the bathroom as often as you can to relieve that toxin. And you filter through the skin more than you go to the bathroom to flush the toilet. So drinking water is your solvent, working with the atmosphere's water vapor to keep you absorbing the water from the atmosphere. It's vital to you. Watch what you eat, sleep correctly, get the proper exercise, learn how to filter, learn how to live with the atmosphere first, water to drink, eat the proper food, sleep properly, and also moderate exercise. This is what it's all about. Now, today we're going to have a very serious show. I saw on 60 Minutes recently Bill Bennett, who I've watched Bill Bennett for years. He's quite a guy, very dedicated to your life, our lives on this planet. He dedicates his life to the concerns of the planet. Bill Bennett, along with some other authors, wrote the book called Going to Pot. And I listened to that And I thought to myself, this has got to come on the show because I have, with my discoveries and my research, have determined that dehydration is very serious to our body already and that discovery of dehydration of marijuana, pot, can cause a severe dehydration. They're proving in many articles that smoking marijuana is causing Dehydration. Dehydration is serious to your personal life. Did you know that your body is walking like a battery? You're charging every moment. Without that water atmosphere giving you the proper amount of balance, your charge will not be healthy. The planes will not fly without the atmosphere. Your body has to live with proper water internally. You're like a battery. You're electrolytically charging every day. We're going to learn more about what this book has said about what's happening to the health of what's going to make, what people are making this legalized for people to be unhealthier, 
We'll be listening to Robert White, who is the co-author and managing partner of the New Jersey offices of a large international law firm and a former assistant U.S. attorney for the District of New Jersey. We're going to listen to this and be open-minded, like I will be, about what we want to learn in this laboratory of discussion today. But first, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Biologic Aqua Research is in the business of, as a research center, of studying fresh water and the atmosphere and the dehydration impact of a body water evaporation. Their signature product is Nature's Tears Eye Mist. It's going to be going into China here soon to supplement the atmosphere and the problems of the air in China. But worldwide, we're all having a challenge with the atmosphere. We need to supplement our eyes like you're wearing clothing, that's a supplement to slow down moisture loss. You're eating, I hope, healthy food that will not cause you severe dehydration and more. Everything in life that's been invented is a supplement to a healthier you, I hope. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Robert White. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Robert, are you with us? I am. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, thank you for uh, doing this. Uh, I, I need to tell you a little bit about where I come from as a concern when I saw Bill Bennett on 60 Minutes. I had been worried. But I take a different position on it because the body can only handle so much. And I don't know if you were able to hear in my commentary that I have on there every week, the same commentary. I know people probably get a little bored. Is The body is made up, as you know well too, of water. And we're living with the atmosphere which is keeping us alive. The body can only handle so much dehydration. We're out of control, Robert, evaporating already. My world and my research center is the only one like it in the world doing what we do to study that because I became so alarmed that we're in a water crisis worldwide, which means a atmospheric crisis to where the body is evaporating way too quickly. 
marijuana, the reason um, that I have been able to discover with an analysis is that we're already dehydrating with certain drugs we don't know, which we're taking is doing it, food is doing it, if you're not drinking enough water, and much more. And then when we look at marijuana, the reason the reaction of the marijuana for people to feel it so quickly, it is one of the worst dehydrators there is because it works so quickly. And the individual doesn't even understand the word dehydration. They just know it feels good. That's where I come from. Now, Robert, tell me what, and I don't want to be obvious, why did you, you guys write this book? Just, well, I we're at a very critical obvious, time. But... Yeah, we're at a very critical time. But the answer to that and why we wrote it now is uh, pretty straightforward. Um, the pro-legalization forces are winning the argument. 23 states in the District of Columbia currently have legalized, quote, medical marijuana. Four states have fully legalized retail marijuana. And the forces that are moving to legalize across the board uh, excuse me, have targeted a number of states for the 2016 election cycle, including full legalization measures, which will be on the ballot in California, uh, Arizona, Maine, several other states. They're very well organized. They're very well funded. And we believe they're well on their way to harming America, particularly our children. And we believe that they've been succeeding because the public is both uninformed and misinformed about the nature of today's marijuana and the fairly extensive science documenting the multiple harms that smoking marijuana causes. How old is the, the uh, marijuana plant to, that's been recognized to be able to be used to, let's say, smoke it? How, how old? Did you remember how, how, how long that's been out there? Um, well, it's been around for a very long time in, in different cultures. Uh, in Western, in the United States, um, it, was, it was a factor in the late 1800s and the early 1900s and was only um, made an illegal substance in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything when you guys were researching the book, what other countries of the world were having a, like a marijuana as their as a medicine, uh, there were a number of countries. It it varies uh, in the form in which they would allow it, uh, and in I don't mean allow uh, it, but have it maybe kind of like you go to the hut so far back, and they had it, they were practicing secrets to how they medicated people or how they treated them. Did you guys, did you ever run into how long ago some of that might have been? No, we didn't. I mean, we were focused much more on the current experience current here in the United situation. States and, and the impact um, that it was having, particularly, as I say, particularly on children. Right. Well, I'm worried about the children, too. And uh, my concern is, is uh, education. And Robert, I'm a, and I know Bill Bennett is, too, but... Education, education, education. People to, to understand what the behavior is of our lives and how we're living. And, and Robert, many times, uh, I don't know if you heard my commentary, but I'll say to you personally, the moment you were born, you entered into the area you're living in called atmosphere. And that atmosphere is what your life 
is living with. Without it, you would not live. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, and more. We're all uniquely different. The dehydration, the body water evaporation is happening uniquely to live with that water vapor. Without that water vapor, this earth would not be here. But with the fresh water on the surface of the planet is the impact. It's the influence of keeping that water vapor and the maintenance. But your body is doing the same thing, Robert. Your body is recycled identically. Like, have you ever heard people say out there in the world, we're each a walking orbit? It's because we're being recycled from in the body, out of the body, with the atmosphere. And it's what we do in the body to keep that recycling, to live with the atmosphere, to keep us healthy so that we can prevent those diseases or battle those diseases and live with hopefully a healthier planet. So I come from a side that's almost strange to maybe all of you because I'm looking at it, we're already out of control dehydrating. And scientists can tell you that medication is dehydrating you. And Robert, I don't know if you, do you use their eye drop by chance? Any eye drops? No, I don't. Did you know that eye drops dehydrate the eye and they become addictive? I didn't know that. That's an interesting fact. One would have thought just the contrary. No, no. And it's because the surface of the eye is 99% water. And when the eye drop touches that eye, they were invented to trap the moisture. But what's happening today, because we're evaporating so quickly and the atmosphere has changed too, because we don't have enough water on the surface of the planet to work with the fresh water to be able to balance the atmosphere the way Earth began with fresh water on the surface and they balance each other, human life is out of control evaporating. So therefore, your food, you probably heard me say, they're learning that food dehydrates you, just food. And it's all so individual. So with marijuana being another uh, reason, uh, and, and I don't want to say that, another direction for what? They're doing it for money. Did yes, you find that out? Be... Are they doing it to make money for the taxpayer? Well, that's how it's been sold in a number of states, certainly in Colorado. Um, it's ironic because it's a one-sided ledger. You know, right. they may take in some tax revenues, but what they don't show is the expenditures for treatment, for yeah. emergency room visits, for lost productivity, all the other factors on the negative side. We know, for example, with respect to alcohol, something which also dehydrates greatly, that alcohol revenues to the federal government and state governments and local governments uh, is only one-tenth of the cost to society, again, in accidents, death, health care, productivity, um, uh, on the negative side. So the advocates who say we're going to bring in all this tax revenue um, never point out the added expenditures that the, the state, the government, and individuals will have to pay. Right, right. But we're back to our culture again, which... Societies all over the world took their circles of having to learn with their culture of decision makers. And what we're at right now 
is, you know, I'm talking to you from here in Oregon, and I'm sitting in Grants Pass, Oregon. And they never pass the school budget. They never pass the responder budget. So they want something else here in Oregon, Colorado, and these other states to pay the taxes. And it's sad that they're stretching out to what is called voodoo medicine. Voodoo type. This is why I was mentioning to you earlier about so far back in time, the voodoo doctors that would travel, the medicine doctors would travel, and many of them were sincerely doing a good job, not overstating what they were practicing. But there were those others that had the voodoo smoke. And the ways that they were treating their patients, subjects, of, with, to make money. And here we are as a society in America acknowledging, uh, saying that we, prefer, we want the taxes, we want the money. And we should, it's about time that we started looking at the children that are subjected and those innocent people that don't have the education about marijuana. They just think it's, it's relaxing and, and very easy uh, to use and they won't become addicted. And Robert, I don't know if your book had mentioned this, the person who becomes addicted didn't know they had an addictive tendency. We don't have tests to prove that yet. Right. We know that with about 9% of people who uh, smoke marijuana uh, will become addicted. We know that if you start at age 15 and smoke regularly, which means once a week, <clears throat> that 17% of those children will wind up addicted for the rest of their life. Right. In fact, we also have, you, you, in the you, book you mentioned about money. It's not only um, being sold to the public uh, for tax dollars. There are very wealthy individuals who are putting forward millions of dollars in support of these initiatives. There, we know we have big tobacco. We have big alcohol. We are, they, these individuals are looking to become big marijuana because there are billions of dollars to be made. It's the money. Yeah, we, we know that there are venture capital funds which are seeking investors with the sole purpose of investing in what they see as the legal marijuana uh, business of the future. It's very frightening. If you, if you think about it, we know that if, with alcohol, for example, <clears throat> the top 10% users consume 50% of all alcohol. The top 20% consume 80%. You need people to be addicted. Money, the money is made in these legal industries by those people who most Becoming abuse. a multi-level business plan. Right. Pyramid. Yeah, it's, it's very frightening if you think you know um, what we have seen with tobacco and what we've seen with alcohol with its marketing uh, programs, the, the, uh, the money they have for advertising. We have serious problems with both tobacco and alcohol. And consider now roadside signs, as you can see in Colorado, advertising marijuana and offering specials, particularly to skiers who are coming in to visit. It's frightening. Did they ever do quite extreme type marketing um, in the days of cigarettes and alcohol? Uh, 
Um, I mean, cigarettes, the same, you know, I one of the things we know in the book. This is more multi-level is, to me. I could be wrong. Um, in the old world, and by the way, Robert, I'm in my 70s. I, in the old world, I can remember cigarette commercials, and it looked like it was chic to be smoking. Do you remember? I don't know how old you are. Uh, do you remember sitting on an airplane and it was loud to smoke? <laughs> oh, yes. Very much so. <laughs> it was Ooh, a horrible experience for someone like me who was And then all of a sudden, ever. society, our culture decided it's not healthy to smoke cigarettes. Well, and yeah, secondhand and, and by the smoke. way, once, once that decision was made, we have reduced cigarette smoking from this, from the '60s to today, by over 50 percent, we 42 percent of people were smokers back in the '60s. That's down to about 20 percent today. That's a cultural shift that we can take pride in. Unfortunately, we're seeing exactly the opposite with right. marijuana. We're seeing a cultural right. shift towards smoking. Right. It's a, it's an example. And you know, in my studies of dehydration, Robert, you know, alcohol you can maybe get by with, maybe, because it doesn't dehydrate you so quickly. Uh, marijuana dehydrates you a moment, w- within that moment. We're not smokestacks. The body isn't meant to be a... Have you ever heard outside the, uh, in, the, uh, in the atmosphere when they're saying to people and communities, don't burn today because of the atmosphere? Don't right. have any bonfires or don't have any brush to burn today because of the atmosphere? Yes. Well, what happens with the body is they know it's unhealthy for the body to digest to. Have you ever been someplace where the forest fire was uh, maybe miles away from you, but it was affecting your community where your respiratory was affected? Miles absolutely. away. Yes, absolutely. The, the, what, what I'm saying is, is the the, uh, the guilty parties that are encouraging this for money are going to find out they're putting our our culture in the hands of those cultures that'll never use it. They'll never pass it because those cultures are going to watch us do it to ourselves. Uh, it's just strange to me that we started recognizing the cigarette smoking, even secondhand cigarette smoking. We started learning about alcohol more with education. And, and Robert, we're even getting we're learning about food, what it's doing to us, that we need more technology education about food. The technology of marijuana to become to the market and be in, uh, with the novice people who are greedy to take advantage of those, like a multi-business plan. Do you remember, Robert, way back in time, you go to a meeting and they say, would you come to this meeting and listen, we got something really exciting to tell you. You get to this meeting because it was people you knew, and all of a sudden it was some plan for you to become a multi-distributor. Do you remember any of those meetings? Yeah, I've heard about them. I'm not going to bring the companies this is what this is all about. They're getting an excitement going on at the at this subject of our culture becoming so unhealthy. You don't have to have a nuclear attack. We're going to do it to ourselves. Hmm. Because our respiratory and our health will be out of control. Our hospitals won't be able to handle it. 
And do you remember in the old days, Robert, when children would sneak, when their parents were gone, they'd go sneak and get the cigarettes where they knew they hid them? Mm-hmm. That's going to happen yes. with marijuana in these homes. And I guess it's uh, already happening. I've, I've yes. heard, well, uh, yeah. The, the marijuana is uh, more than half of the sales in Colorado are actually not even in the form of smoked marijuana. It's edibles, which are being marketed as candies. And the number of emergency room visits for children has really exploded out there because uh, some will take it knowing that it's marijuana, but frequently uh, children are giving to other children what they really think is candy. It's, it's, It's amazing how it's packaged. And the children eat it thinking it's candy and, you know, 30 minutes later, they're hallucinating and rush to the emergency room. Robert, we're going to take a moment. I only do this once, and then we're going to come back, and I want you to say, uh, tell us what your book found, what we can do as a society, as a culture, to try to prevent this to happen to our, to our uh, planet. Okay, uh, thank you. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a supplement of tissue culture-grade water to supplement. The eyes are 99% water at the surface. You're living with the atmosphere's water. You need to supplement with nature's tears, eye mist, with just a mist. We'll be right back with Robert White. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Robert, what were you finding in your book when you were preparing it that would be the answer to individuals understanding this disastrous impact of? life and death to these to our culture well I, uh, l- let me give you a couple of figures historically to show that it is possible to reverse the cultural perception in 1979 was the high point of marijuana usage for children between 12 and 17 it was ranged at 14 percent in that age group by 1992 that number had been reduced to 3.4 percent an extraordinary success story. Unfortunately, today, that age group, it's back to 9% and rising. 
what happened in the meantime? The it was education. You you may remember, you know, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs ads, uh, ads from uh, Drug Free America. Uh, the movies, the TV shows shifted some of the cultural message they were sending. You know, cocaine was the big drug of the 80s until it got so out of control that even Hollywood got on board with trying to reverse the image. Um, today with tobacco, you can sometimes go to movies and there'll be a warning saying, you know, tobacco smoking will be shown in this movie. I mean, it's rather extraordinary. It's going to take a cultural shift, and I think it's going to take informing the public about the terrible consequences that marijuana smoking does, particularly to the brain, particularly of children in the developing brain, but also to the lungs and heart. It, it, and it's just, it can wreak devastation. And I think that message needs to be gotten through. Unfortunately, in, um, in the late 1960s, 1969, polling showed that 12% of Americans were in favor of legalizing marijuana. Now, keep in mind, that was at the height of the 60s counterculture. By 2005, a third of all Americans believed in legalization. And last year, Gallup polled showed that almost 60% of Americans now believe that marijuana should be legalized. We have to reverse, we have to inform the public about the real dangers, particularly to their children and grandchildren. Yes, and I'm looking at those giving birth to those children during pregnancy. And and have you ever known people that are that even that use drugs? How bad their teeth is? Yes, that's the symptom of severe dehydration. Is the teeth are affected? The gums, the tongue has nerve endings, and the saliva, and the saliva if it changes. The saliva all of a sudden starts reacting to your cardiovascular, everything about you. The eyes become affected, probably number one, the most obvious, because they, they require 99% water at the surface, but the eyes are connected to the brain at the same moment in the womb, and the brain is 80 to 90% water. So this reaction to which this with children and children haven't maturely grown yet to their full to, to their full um, uh, let's say water table yet they're still growing so there's much more to it than than the you know there's more common sense to it too but what your yes, book is doing is getting the education out there um now how are you finding people receptive to the book because it was on 60 minutes uh, yes, we we have found um, that it does resonate. It's it's interesting. If you go on Amazon, the book site, people can do reviews of the book, mm-hmm. and they range from one, which is the lowest, to five, which is the highest. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no threes. We have one four and one two. All the rest are either ones, people who are uh, dedicated to legalizing marijuana, and then others who have read it and said, we've learned so much that we didn't know. I have to get my friends to read this book because everyone needs to understand the threat that this poses to individuals and to our culture and society overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what else in the book did you guys discover when you were studying at 
uh, did you find that the people, that, let's say there's people out there that are not really, really greedy people, but are wondering about it for the medical reasons, if, if, it's, if they're very moral and responsible people, but they find that it, they're using it for reasons of health that nothing else ever worked to uh, cure, not maybe cure. I can't even say the word cure, but to be able to slow down and put in a remission what is happening to the health issues. Did, well, did you run into very yeah, much of let that? Let me tell you a couple of the two most significant, uh, I guess I would say, discoveries that we made is that first, the psychoactive component of marijuana is uh, THC, tetrahydrocannabinol. And the THC content in the 60s and 70s of marijuana was about three and a, three, three and a half percent, maybe some marijuana plants up to 5%. Today, on average, it's 14%. And in the dispensaries in Colorado, we have photos in the book of marijuana being advertised. The THC content has varies between 20 and 35%. It's a dramatic increase in the potency of today's marijuana, which I think most people are unaware of, especially those of my generation who were in college in the, in the 60s who think, well, you saw your friend, it, it wasn't such a big deal. Uh, it is a very big deal today. It is much more dangerous. The other thing is because we have uh, enhanced diagnostic uh, tools such as MRIs, we are now documenting, the medical science is documenting the multiple harms and the severity of the damage which smoking marijuana does to particularly the developing brain, which our brains develop into our mid-20s. Those are the two um, key things that I would say we learned about the extent to which the science is, is established. You mentioned medical marijuana. Medical marijuana, there may be a few individuals who have maladies for which they have extreme suffering, uh, seizures for epilepsy, for example, who have been unable to find relief in available medications or therapies and who might find some relief from some of the elements found in marijuana. But that's a very small group. In Colorado, 94% of all the individuals who have medical marijuana identification cards are males between 18 and 30, and the, and the quote, condition which led to their getting it was alleged severe pain. It has really led to they now have full legalized retail marijuana in Colorado. But for the three years before that, they had de facto legalization with hundreds of thousands of individuals purchasing supposed medicine. Well, as you know, Robert, and I'm sure you and Bill studied this uh, with the book, pain pills in the United States have, a, have the worst addiction problem going on than we've yes. ever imagined. Pain pills. Yes. Do you, do you, have, you well ever met, have you ever had a friend combined. who accidentally got addicted to a pain pill? Anybody you yes, knew? Yes, I have known It's happening who... every, all over. They didn't know that they were addicted to that pain pill, and then all of a sudden it got worse. I can tell you people that are addicted to pain pills, and the doctors just keep prescribing them. And those same people will probably go on to marijuana. 
Well, what we're finding actually with with the people who have addictions is things like Vicodin and, and, and other opiate-based is that what's happening is because prescription drugs in the illegal market have become so expensive that they are now seeking to feed their habit through the through heroin. Wow. It, it's a yeah. it, heroin is on the rise, and it's mostly fed by people, as you've mentioned, who have prescription drug abuse problems. Right, and they're all over innocent people even that are getting desperate. Yes, because a lot of people, you know, are little legitimately prescribed uh, pain medications because they've had uh, some severe condition, which should be temporary, but they overuse the drug and suddenly they now have an addiction problem to deal with. Right, because they didn't know their body. It's like I was just describing about the eye. People wouldn't realize that their eyes can become addicted to, the, to an eye drop. Our bodies get addicted to sugar, innocently, and yet it begins to kill off your body and then affect other people because you become very unhealthy. And that that dehydration effect is what causes the high. And if it wasn't if it wasn't for that that suds, it's kind of like Robert. I always do this to people with our nutrition side of our show too. But have you ever had anything you went to eat and you couldn't have just one bite? Do you have anything like that? Yeah, sometimes potato chips. Oh, <laughs> it's the weakness. I the same way with a potato chip. Okay. You put a potato chip. Let's say you put eight of them in a bowl. All of a sudden you go, mm, I'm worth it. I'm going to have some more. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, and, uh, and even popcorn. I bet you like popcorn too, right? I do, but not as much do you as ever potato eat chips. <laughs> I don't eat it very often because I'll eat the whole thing. <laughs> but what I'm saying is the body craves. That's what I'm after. Is the body, with every human living, living thing, you can look at a blade of grass. Why are the blades of grass have a difference? Why is that tree different than that tree? You look out at your window at what's going on with the planet. It's going through the same thing. It has to have moisture to be balanced and we're all like electric rods we uh we're like a a battery a battery doesn't charge without the proper without with without that moisture in the air our bodies are charged every day so what we're doing now is we're taking a risk at diminishing this society in the united states the the, the, let's just say the whole and yet we have people say let's get rid of the let's have laws in new york to get banned in sizes of sugar, of these sugar sodas. Can you imagine what some of these companies are thinking in the food and liquid beverage industry where they're almost laughing at these, all these laws that are coming out with all these things they're supposed to say on all the containers and, 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 and emphasize that it has smaller soda, not have so much soda. Can you imagine what they're thinking about all of this with marijuana? No, I, you know, it just, it, it, it's, it's crazy at a time when 
we are moving in that direction to trying to supposedly protect our children, you know, requiring helmets in all sports activities, exactly. having preschool uh, uh, breakfast programs so that they'll right. be healthy and can uh, maximize their educational potential in school. At the same time, some of the same people advocating those things are advocating a drug which once, in, once children begin to use it will destroy their motivation and on average, if somebody starts when they're a teenager and smoke once a week, they will lose permanently eight IQ points according to studies. And they could even have that one little piece of candy by accident that the body says, hmm. So even though you, you don't, you're not educated, you're young, and next time the parents leave, you're going to go find for another yum. Yes, and and, co- that's and, where and by I legalizing uh, e- either medical or recreational marijuana, the message we're sending is it's not dangerous. This is medicine. You know, this this can be beneficial. That's a that's the wrong cultural message, particularly to send to children. Now on sixty minutes, I'm a sixty minutes fan on CBS. Um, they had last night about they were talking about Ebola. And they were growing this particular tobacco leaf for the Ebola vaccine. And they were showing how that if you make it too strong, it could kill you. So they learned how to reduce the strength, and, and, and it's, it turn, it's turned out to be a, a potentially successful vaccine for um, battling Ebola. I don't know if you knew this, but several weeks ago out of London they published that they could work with fighting Ebola, the individual having Ebola, by drinking 1.3 gallons of water a day. I did not know that. Yes. Type in Ebola and drinking water. Uh, They found that if you drink a lot of water, you could even help cardiovascular. And you won't believe this one. As we were preparing for our show today, my secretary, Bonnie, found one. If you drink, drink more marijuana when you smoke cannabis, I, we couldn't believe it, Robert. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you look at it, but where I'm coming from is what the doctors who found that drinking more wa- water to help Ebola, to, to curb it, that's 1.3 gallons, and you lace it, with sugar and salt, and there's a reason for that electrolytically, to lace it. But they were finding it was working. They said it's very unconventional. Well, see where I come from with marijuana. I'm very concerned. I'm very worried about health issues. I I think we've been coming a long way, and this show has been on almost eight years, and we've had scientists from all over the world come on here, all over the world, and we're talking about health issues and the, the concern of the health of the person and the education that's vital for them to make a decision to be healthy, like we're putting up on our poster boards in McDonald's, don't eat too much calories. In other words, all this money that all these companies are having to go and try to provide education to make sure uh, uh, that we're um, not, oh, GMO <laughs> and all this, and I wouldn't be surprised the people that are not battling GMO are probably the ones for marijuana. But I, I'm just guessing. But back yeah, to uh, it, what it, we're doing out there, we're trying to be healthy, and look what's happening. 
Now, we only have a couple more minutes. Do you have anything that you want to stress to the world audience? Because we're, we're with Voice America, and I'm on Apple, iTunes, and quite a, a variety of syndication. Is there anything you really want to stress for people to be searching and working with to help educate what this might, so they could learn more about what, what is happening here? I think that if people will, and you, you know, if you can go on the internet, you can find the scientific um, data, and you know, not by flyby out outfits. You know, Harvard University School of Medicine, Northwestern, Duke, UCLA, Oxford. The the medical science is in, and the damage is extensive. You can you can read about it. Please do. It's the future of our children, and it's the future of our country. We quote country. Jerry Brown, somebody who I'm not a particular fan of, but we quote Governor Brown saying, "We have a lot of serious problems in this country and the world. It's very competitive. I don't see how we're going to solve it if one third of our population is walking around buzzed." Amen to oh, that. He, did say, he said that. He did say that. We have that in oh. our introduction in the book. <laughs> Uh, we give, I, I was quite surprised by that. I am but too. pleased by it. <laughs> We've got to get him on this show, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would hope that, that your listeners will uh, try to get the book. We've tried to not preach. We've tried to inform. We've tried to systematically and comprehensively discuss mm-hmm. the multiple issues relating to the legalization. A lot of time spent discussing quote, medical marijuana and what it is and how it's really a ruse. So I would ask them to, if they can read the book, share the information with their friends, I think they'll find out things that, um, and well-documented, we have, I think, 288 footnotes um, documenting every, every fact and every study which we discuss. Do you have a speaking tour going on uh, with the book, too? Yes, we uh, actually, Bill and I... Uh, we're at the Heritage Foundation last Monday. We were in Colorado speaking at a college um, when, last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we're going around. We're doing a lot of interviews such as yours, which for which we're, mm-hmm. I'm very grateful that you had me on. Well, thank and, you for um, coming on. I'm very honored to have you on and representing it. And I thank you for what you're doing. You're going to go down in history. And uh, anything we can do here uh, with uh, anything at all, please give us a call, and let's, we'll do it again someday because it has uh, to be kept reminded. I, I will, and just one other thing. We have a website, goingtopotbook.com, where okay. we're posting the scientific information, comments by people about their experiences and about political developments. We welcome mm-hmm. everyone to visit that, and if they want to send us comments because there's a link to which they can email us directly. Okay. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing. You're going to go down in history, Robert, you and Bill, and those that are with <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, and I'll pass on your good wishes to Bill. Thank you. You have a nice day, and uh, anytime you want to come on again, please call. Okay, I shall. Thank you. Thank you, and you be well. Bye. Bye. You too. Oh, my goodness. Can you stop and think about this show sincerely? I almost have tears in my eyes that for eight years I started this show worried about health and issues on our planet and, and how far we've come with thousands of years. And in China, I just came back from China, and how much a warm, wonderful people and concerning of their health and 
say, thousands of years ago, the Chinese had an alternative medicine they were teaching us throughout the world, called and holistic scientists, and they look at me that way. Is what is it, think about your health and think about how wonderful it is to live to be healthy. And, and, and you be responsible and take res- uh, um, morals and re- integrity. And you're, it, it all goes right back to your health and, and concerns of the water. We're in a water crisis all over the world. Come on. Let's get in this together. Let's stop that crisis and, and make sure there's plenty of water. And let's all be healthy. Let's don't turn to those, those I almost said crooked crutches, but it's the truth. Be honest with yourself. Care. Embrace your life. It's very special to you and to everybody else, too. But Earth does whisper, never say goodbye. It's so important that you leave something behind that is so important for all the generations of the children to come to know you cared for them, too. The power of water and your health. You have a nice day, and thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.